What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Nightmare K. All back at it again with another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's been a while; it's been a long time since we had an episode. But hey, it's your boy Nightmare K. All has been on his honeymoon. He has been planning. He has been strategy. He's been getting healthy, getting ready to go back to work on Monday. A lot of things has been going on in my life with me and my wife. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we definitely going to get into it. We have some real important crypto news. If you haven't heard, Ethereum is now proof of stake. It is now POS. It is now proof of stake. It has moved from proof of work to proof of stake. Definitely going to talk about that and my thoughts on how I feel about that. But let's go ahead and get into some little crypto freaking news. So, crypto market. So, Bitcoin, we have at $20,089.09. We have Ethereum, $1,471.58. We have Tether at a dollar. USD coin at a dollar. BNB is at $278.81. Binance USD is at a dollar. XRP is at $0.37. Cents. Cardano, $0.48. Cents. Solana, $33.26. Dogecoin, $0.06. Cents. We have Polkadot, $7.12 at number 11. And Polkadot. I mean, Polygon is at $0.82. Cents. Dai is at number $13. Shiba Inu has moved down to number $14 on $11.82 million to one penny. We have Tron at $0.06. Cents. We have Avalanche, $18.46. We have Rap BTC at $20,102.31. We have Leo has moved up to number 18. In the charts, $4.95. We have Cosmos, $16.54. We have Ethereum Class that has been moving up, which is a proof of work. Uh, consensus mechanism, $34.46. We have Uniswap, $5.98 at number 21. Litecoin at number 22, $58.11. Chainlink, $7.99. We have Near Protocol, $4.35. We have FTX Token, $24.58. We have Stellar at $0.11 at number 26. We have Crow at $0.11. We have Monero at number 28. $150.99. $150.99. We have Bitcoin Cash, $122.15. We have Algorand at $0.30 at number 30. We have Terra Classic. Luna has been moving up the charts, ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden. And we definitely got a story about Luna Classic, Terra Classic. That's at $30.81 million to one penny. We have Flow, $1.81. At number 32, we have VeChain sitting there at number 33, 2 cents. We have Filecoin at $5.90. We have Internet Computer at $6.33. We have ApeCoin. Number 36, $4.99. We have EOS has moved up to number 37, $1.46. We have HBAR at $0.06. Cents. We have Tezos at $1.55. We have Decentraland at $0.74. Cents. We have the Sandbox coming in at number 41.89. Cents. We have QNT, $109.60. We have Shills, $0.21. Cents. It's moved all the way up to number 43, ladies and gentlemen, which is a sports token, by the way. We have Algorand, E-Gold, $51. We have Ave rounding up the top 45 at $81.34. And we have some honorable mints. We have Theta Network at $1.11. We have Axie Infinity, $13.07. We have True USD. At a down, we have the real Bitcoin, Bitcoin Satoshi Vision at $52.45. So that is your top 49 cryptos, ladies and gentlemen. But let's get into it. That's right. Ethereum is now proof 
of steak. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how I feel about that. I feel absolutely, positively, 100% fantastic about it. I am so happy for Ethereum to be have merged over. We've waited five years for Ethereum to move from proof of work to proof of stake. Now, I know that the, the thing about proof of stake, you know, you have validators, you have miners that are no longer miners. They're now validators. They're the ones that freaking process transactions and they can deny any transaction they want. Uh, proof of stake does make uh, does take less energy to run. So it's all about the climate change agenda, which we all know is being falsely put out there by the World Economic Forum, the Bilderberg family, Bill Gates, and the rest of the goons of the freaking elite class. We all know this. There's been a lot of floods going on. A lot of things been happening around the world. I mean, New York just had a couple earthquakes in different parts of the state of New York, which is absolutely asinine. Um, but back to Ethereum. I'm very excited. If you go on the World Economic Forum's website, you see them talking really good about Ethereum's move from proof of work to proof of stake. So we all know Ethereum is centralized. But people have to understand, Ethereum is not a currency. Ethereum is an operating system. Ethereum is just like Windows. It's like iOS. Um, it's like a lot of the systems that we have, Android, you know, things like that. So it's an operating system. You know why I call Ethereum an operating system? Because of what it does. Decentralized apps run on Ethereum. That's an operating system. Apps have to have an operating system to run. So Ethereum's the operating system. Um, you have DeFi, which came originally from Ethereum. That that's where that idea was crafted from. Um, now we do know the gas fees have been low, regardless of what people are saying about Ethereum. The gas fees have been pretty low uh, for a while, even when it was on proof of uh, work. Um, but now that it's on proof of stake, we have seen the gas fees come way down. I know it doesn't really reduce the gas fee, but right now I'm looking at coinmarketcap.com. Check this out yourself. You're looking at the Ethereum gas fees is at four Goya. So it's very a fraction of one penny right now. Uh, so this is a good time to make NFTs. This is a good time if you're going to use decentralized finance on Ethereum DeFi. Um, if you're going to use Web3. This will be the perfect time to build some apps right now on Ethereum. This is the perfect time to get away with it because the freaking gas fees are pretty low right now, which is great. Um, there's just a lot of things that can be built on Ethereum now that it's proof of stake. It takes less energy. Um, now, you do have to have 32 ETH in order to stake your Ethereum on proof of stake, which I think is asinine and dumb. Um, if you're going to use a proof of stake coin, then I would use Cardano. ADA, it's much more cheaper, and right now it's like 48 cents to get one ADA coin, so you could spend like a thousand dollars to get a shit ton of ADA coins, stake them all, uh, same thing with Tron, it's a proof of stake uh, coin as well, um, there's Ob, I, I believe there's Ave, Solana, there's a couple other proof of stake coins you can do for a fraction of the cost right now what Ethereum is, but I do think in the long run, Ethereum will prove without a shadow of a doubt, it's the king of Web3, it's the king of DeFi, it's the king of the metaverse, it's the king of NFTs as well, because with it moving to proof of stake, like I said, it doesn't have miners anywhere, it has validators, and yes, people who do bullshit on the network can't have their coins restricted, or get their stuff stopped from uh, actually validating anything on proof of stake, which I like personally, yes, I know 
I heard the story. I read it all about it yesterday. There's five companies that actually own mostly all of the validation power on Ethereum's proof of stake network, which is complete asinine, makes it centralized. Yes, I understand that. I don't own any Ethereum at all. Hell, I don't even own Shiba Inu anymore. Um, all my freaking, all my coins pretty much have moved right into Monero. I have a lot of Monero now, so that's pretty good. And I'm continuing to buy pretty much every week or every two weeks. Um, personally, um, just to make sure that my money, I don't have a lot of money in the bank. Uh, we see what's happening around the world. Uh, in Lebanon, a woman had to hold up the bank to get her cash out. It absolutely was asinine. Um, and a lot of these countries are starting to see that banks are forcing you to ask for your money, which is completely asinine. It's fucking stupid. <clears throat> but my thoughts on Ethereum moving, like I said, from proof of work to proof of stake, I like it personally. Um, they're following right into the agenda. I actually b I believe it's actually awesome. I have no problem with proof of stake. I know a lot of my Monero brothers and sister will call me a fake Monero person, but hey, DarkFi is going to be on proof of stake and I'm all looking forward to DarkFi. So I have no problem with proof of stake. I have no problem with proof of work at all. I think proof of work is better personally. Um, I don't understand proof of work to the level that I understand proof of stake, but you know, with miners, you know, you got to pay them a fee, you know, things like that. They have to go ahead and, and solve these giant puzzles and things like that on proof of work. Which is great, takes some energy, but Monero doesn't have that problem because we use, um, what is it, GPUs versus CPUs, which takes less energy. I think, no, we use CPU power versus GPU power because it takes less energy to run a Monero node <clears throat> to be able to mine Monero. And you can pretty much mine Monero on anything, a cell phone, a smartphone, your Nintendo Switch, your Xbox, your laptop, um, things like that. So... That makes it less impactful on the environment if you actually believe the we have a climate change crisis, by the way. But I have no problem with Ethereum. Like I said, I know it's centralized, but I also believe in, in the long run, Ethereum will flip uh, BTC to be the number one crypto um, because of who it's backed by, the World Economic Forum, uh, the Morgans who gave it a shit ton of money during its ICO back in 20, uh, what was it, 2016 or 2017. So they have a lot of corporations that back a lot of elite people will back Ethereum. Like I said, it plays right into the climate change agenda. So that's why I see Ethereum flipping um, BTC in the long run. Now we do have a side chain called Ethereum POW or Proof of Work or Ethereum W. So if you still want to stay as a miner on a proof of work mechanism, you do have Ethereum Classic. You do have now the Ethereum POW uh, sidechain as well. We'll see how long that lasts because it's going to get very expensive to mine uh, Ethereum proof of work coins as more and more, more and more uh, miners move from being a miner to a validator on the proof of stake network. So it's going to get very interesting. But let me know what y'all think about Ethereum moving to proof of uh, stake. Do you like it? Do you hate it? You know, let me know what you think about it being centralized. Do you think I'm out of my mind that Ethereum is going to flip BTC in the future? Do you think I'm out of my mind that I think it's going to rule the Web3 space, the DeFi space, and also NFTs as well as the metaverse? So let me know. Hit me up, you know, on Twitter. Let me know your comments and thoughts. 
But let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. We have some more stories to break here in, in crypto. So, we have some big movers today. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Luna Classic. That's right. Terra Luna has been making moves, ladies and gentlemen. The coin we all thought was dead has resurrected itself. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Terra Classic rose by as much as 20% in today's session, which comes following a recent bearish streak. Today's rally follows Thursday drop to a key support point with the bulls using this as an ideal area to re-enter. XRP, also a coin that people have rolled off, except for the XRP maximalist, uh, was also higher as it moved closer to a long-term resistant level. So Terra Classic. Terra Classic is one of the most notable gainers on Saturday as the token rose nearly 20% to start the weekend. Following a low of 0.0002671 on Friday, Luna Classic rose to an intraday peak of 0.000328 earlier today. The move came as the token hit a floor of 0.000248 on Thursday with bulls using this as an ideal point to re-enter the market. Now, as of Friday, it appears that these bulls are now targeting a resistance level of 0.000380 as a potential exit zone. If this were to happen, the first 14-day relative strength index, RSI, would need to climb a past a ceiling of its own at $55, 55.00 mark. Currently, the index is tracking at 53.41, which is the highest point since the start of the week. Now, moving on to XRP. Like Terra Classic, XRP was also in the green to start the weekend as the token moved closer to a key price ceiling. On Friday, XRP found itself trading below a support point of 0.32 cents, which with prices falling as which prices falling to as low as 32 cents. 0.3212, however, 32 cents. However, bulls refused to be overpowered, pushing price to a peak of 35 cents earlier today. Looking at the XRP chart, it is now nearing a resistance level of 36 cents, which was, which was its level at the beginning of the week. In order to recapture this higher price strength, we'll need to rise further, especially as the RSI nears a resistance point of 56.00. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what do I think about this? Could I see these coins start moving back up during this bear market that we're in? Absolutely. Because a lot of people wrote off uh, Luna Classic. A lot of people wrote it off. A lot of people is writing off XRP except the max list for both of these coins. But I do know there are a few women that are maxis for Luna Classic as well as XRP. They believe in its um, they believe in its tech. They believe in its philosophy. And now for me, I never got into uh, Luna Classic at all. I always thought it was a scam. XRP I had for a while back in 2018. Uh, 2019 for a little bit, but then I sold it off for Monero as well. So I've had XRP. I think XRP can balloon in price, but it's still a centralized shit coin in my eyes. So, I mean, you can put your money in XRP if you're looking to make gains, um, but you're going to have to wait a long time. The Rockefellers actually invest in XRP. Bill Gates actually invests in XRP. So maybe elite class knows something I don't. I know it can be used for cross-border payments. It is pretty fast as well. Um, I've used XRP as money before, so it is pretty fast. Uh, but like I said, when it comes to my money, I'm a private person when it comes to my money. I don't like any outside of prying eyes being able to see my transaction or get my wallet address. 
So I'm going to stick to Monero. But that doesn't mean you crypto people out there does not have the right to buy into Luna Class if you can get it. As well as buy XRP if you feel like you can make some money on it. It's totally up to you. I know a lot of you are traders out there. So do your thing. Make your money. And keep moving. I am not a trader, by the way. Not a fan of trading, personally. But uh, let me get back to the news here. A couple more news stories to get to. Let's get on out here. Hold on a second. I don't know what happened here. It looks like the news just died on me. All right. So, moving on. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. If you missed it, a Russian prime minister orders financial ministry central bank to agree on a crypto by December. Looks like the mail just showed up, ladies and gentlemen. If you heard that behind me, I do apologize. The mailman just dropped off the mail. So let's check out this story. So you check out all these stories on news.bitcoin.com. So central banks in a financial ministry in Moscow has been asked by the head of the Russian government to agree on a version for the development of a country's digital asset marked by December 1st. Working with other regulators, they should also present a common position on the legislation need to regulate it. Pressed by sanction, Russian government moves to regulate cryptocurrencies. Russian Prime Minister Mika Ms. Hostin has told the Ministry of Finance to prepare together with the Bank of Russia and submit concrete proposals for the future of digital finance assets, DFA, market in the Russian Federation by the first day of December. The head of Russian government issued the order after a meeting devoted to the Nation's financial system, RBC Crypto Report, the top uh, top official emphasized that in the current circumstance, DFAs can facilitate uninterrupted payments for imports of goods and Russian exports. The financial ministry and the central banks have been tasked to update Russia's strategy for the development of financial market until 2030. The document should be revised to get into account the instructions of President Putin and in the words of I'm going to mispronounce his name. I'm just going to call him douchebag. The prevailing geopolitical situation. In January this year, Vladimir Putin urges Russian government institutions to reach a consensus on crypto regulated highlight Russian potential as a coin minting destination in August. Douchebag described digital asset as a safe alternative for cross-border payments. These people do not give a damn about cross-border payments at all. They just want control. The Treasury Department and the Monetary Authority are also required to work with the Russian financial watchdog. The Federal Tax Service, the Federal Security Service, to elaborate a unified position by December 9th on the draft laws designed to regulate the issue and circulation of digital currency in Russia. The federal legislation, part of which is the new bill on digital currency proposed by the ministry in February should also introduce rules for cryptocurrency mining and expanding industry in energy-rich Russia and legalize the employment of digital asset international summit. Proposals are also expected on the use of digital ruble for budget proposal, which is going to be their CBDC, by the way, the digital ruble. Both the Russian Central Bank digital currency and digital decentralized cryptocurrency are now viewed in Moscow as tools that can reduce the negative effects of sanctions on the Russian economy, which I agree with. And foreign trade. Earlier this week, direct 
Finance Minister, Financial Stability Department, Ask Clown, indicated he expects to see international crypto transactions as early as next year. So what do I think about Russia regulated crypto spec will equalize cross-border payment with digital currency by the end of 2022? I think this is great for the Russian economy. And no, I'm not a I'm not a Putin sympathizer, you son of a bitch's ass clowns out there that can fade everybody's words. But yeah, I think this is great. And we all knew this was going to happen anyway. We all know that every country in the world is going to be heading to a digital economy, including Mexico. No matter what anybody tells you, they're going to be heading to a digital economy as well. They also have digital currencies down there in Mexico, Monero, uh, Bitcoin uses as well. A couple other cryptocurrencies are used as well down there in Mexico, Shiba Inu as well. I know that for a fact. But this is great. I think this is fantastic that they want to have an agreement by December 1st. Uh, do I think that'll happen? Absolutely not. But it is a great story to read on news.bitcoin.com, ladies and gentlemen. So definitely check out this story. Now, let's get into some crypto news. Let's see if there's any other crypto stories I want to talk about right now. Nah, not really. There's not really anything else to talk about really as far as crypto. But if you guys really want to check out a website, you guys can go to cryptonews.net. Has a lot of crypto stories there, so you guys can check out there. You ladies out there in LGBT as well. But let's get into some gaming news. As you guys know, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out with a new expansion pack next year in 2023. Uh, 2023 called Phantom City. So it should be awesome. Uh, it's a new storyline. It looks great. If you haven't seen the trailer, definitely check it out on YouTube. Odyssey. Or freaking bitch you as well. Or you can check it out on Rumble. Um, but it looks amazing. Absolutely beautiful. The game looks absolutely amazing. Now they've really fixed. Um, they've really fixed Cyberpunk 2077. So definitely play it again. I have not played it just as of yet. But I will be playing it here. In the next couple months. Probably around January. But again let's get into some freaking gaming news. The Sims. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have some news on The Sims 4 is going permanently free-to-play in October. That's right, if you're a Sims fan. So this story is on PocketLint.com. If you got the urge to dive in and create a digital household, we got good news. Sims 4 will be free-to-play for Oct from October 18th, 2022. The game has been around since 2014, so we dare say the hardcore Sims fans have already paid, played their fair share of it. But for everyone else, it's the perfect time to, to give it a shot. The Sims 4 will be a free-to-play permanently on PC, Mac, PS4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. If you already bought the game, you'll be able to claim the newly released Desert Lux kit as a free gift, which includes theme, furniture inspired by the southwestern desert landscape. EA Play and EA Play Pro members also get some bonus content we'll be able to play with. The Get to Work Expansion Pack and Toddler Stuff Expansion Pack. Given that the Sims franchise has been, has always relied heavily on expansion packs, even in the days before DLC became commonplace, the move to a free-to-play model makes a lot of sense. Some have suspected that this move might mean the end of the road for the Sims 4, but that doesn't appear to be the case. In a blog post, EA stated our team is more dedicated than ever developing new and meaningful the Sims 4 experience for our players and will continue to develop and release packs, kits, Sims, Delivery, Express, drops into the foreseeable future. You'll be able to find out more 
about the future of The Sims 4 during the Behind the Scenes Sim Summit live stream. It takes place on October 18th via The Sims YouTube and Twitch channels. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a Sims fan out there and you have not played Sims 4, this is your opportunity. October 18th, 2022, it will be free to play on your Xbox, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, PC, and Mac. So, hey, you Sim 4 fans out there, you ladies out there, you men out there, you LGBT out there, get your freaking Sim 4 fingers ready. Because October 18, 2022 is your day, baby. Alright, let's move on to some more gaming news. So we got Deathloop coming to Xbox Series X and S for free on Game Pass. And I've always wanted to play Deathloop, so this is good news for me. So Arkane. Super Lee. Intensive shooter, Dupe Loop. Is finally coming to Xbox. And the best news is you won't have to wait. Long for it. Until now, it's only been available on PS5 and PC with PlayStation Home. They're console exclusive, but Xbox Series X and S owners will soon get to see what all the fuss is all about. And this Xbox Game Pass member will be able to play it free from September 20th. That's only three days away, ladies and gentlemen. So I am super excited. I'm definitely going to download this here in a few days when it comes out on my Xbox Series S. The same is true for PC gamers. PC Game Pass subscribers, while PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium subscribers will also find the game added to their catalogs too. And our review of Deathloop on PS5, we describe it as a real gem of a game, a puzzle to figure out over time, but one that lets you approach its scenario in weird ways. It was published by Bethesda, but a deal with Sony was struck before the company was acquired by Microsoft. The new owner agreed to honor the exclusivity as a current... Generation game only, only no PS4 nor Xbox One versions as it's used the fasting loading speed offered by the SSD storage in the modern machines. So PS4 and Xbox One members, you're going to have to upgrade if you want to get Deathloop for the Xbox Series X and S. Uh, PlayStation 5 owners, you already have this, but now it's coming to Xbox Series X and S. September 20th, 2022, I am super excited. I have wanted to play Deathloop for over a year now. Um, since it came out on PlayStation 5, I've been excited. I've waited a long time. Um, we do own Bethesda, Xbox does, so I am super excited. It's finally coming over. I uh, cannot wait to download this on the 20th of September. And I'm not going to jump in right away, but I'm going to have it on my Xbox. So when I do jump in, I can start playing it, get those achievements, check out the story, Give you gamers out there a review on it if you haven't played Deathloop. And uh, see if you want to add it to your library. Especially if you're on Xbox. It's very a good game. I saw the gameplay on uh, YouTube. But uh, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty fun. story looks great. Um, from what I understand, you're trapped on this weird island. Everybody's on there trying to kill you. Which is absolutely crazy. So I definitely can't wait to play this game. I'm super excited to get it. Um... But yeah, let me know what y'all gamers out there think of that. Deathloop coming to Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, man. Woo, I'm excited. All right, let's get into one more. One more freaking story here. And that's right, baby, ladies and gentlemen. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0. That's right, Call of Duty. And yes, the beta is already out, ladies and gentlemen, if you are invited to that. 
So the next generation of Call of Duty Warzone is on the way, taking in huge upgrades over the current version and wiping the slate clean on progressive and stats. Developer Infinity Ward already furnished us with a few details and then Activision announced more during its Call of Duty next event. Here's what we know so far. Warzone 2.0 released. A Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 will be available on November 16, 2022, a couple of weeks after the launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Warzone 2.0 platforms, next generation Warzone won't be abandoning older consoles despite hardcore fans' plea. Infinity War has rightly pointed out that it would be abandoning by far the biggest slice of players if it gave up on PS4 and Xbox One. That means you can bank on Warzone 2.0 coming out on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. We're hoping, at the least, that we'll get full native versions of game for PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. Though, for improvement, performance, and revolution, resolution, will Warzone 2.0 be free. The next version of Warzone will be indeed retained free-to-play status that made the first game such a smash hit. That means you'll be able to play Warzone 2.0 completely for free. And it should be also be the case that PlayStation to Xbox, you won't have to pay for online subscriptions to access the online mode. Will your skins and guns carry over to Warzone 2? And fitting wise confirmed that the move to a new engine is a fundamental one for Warzone, meaning that it is wiping the slate clean from a progression standpoint when Warzone 2.0 drops. This means that whatever unlocks you earn in Warzone so far will not carry over to the new game. And the same will go for guns, operated skins you might have to purchase. This may be a disappointment to some, but it's only logical City Warzone will have been out for 2.5 years by the time its sequel drops. Things can't last forever. Will the original Warzone still exist? Another interesting thing that has been confirmed is that the arrival of Warzone 2.0 will not destroy Warzone 1.0. The current version of the game will continue to operate for the foreseeable future. This might be to avoid people falling off the bandwagon or just a as a way to keep them having access to bones they bought. Either way, it means that if you somehow prefer the older version of the game, you'll always be able to be able to hop back in if you if your hard drive can manage to host both at once that is warzone 2.0 new map as revealing during call of duty next there will be a new map in warzone 2.0 al mazira it's set in a fictional region of western asia warzone 2.0 gameplay changes we know quite a lot about the gameplay changes coming to warzone is the changes incoming from modern warfare 2 will likely all apply to it as well. They share an engine. This means that we'll be getting a visual upgrade, especially on newer consoles where 120 hertz mode will allow for improvement, smoothness, and response times. Gameplay-wise, we know that the swimming will be added to the game and feature heavily in the environment along with boats. Vehicles are getting upgraded more widely to feature more detailed damage like a purchase parachutes and when they blow up they'll leave a permanent husk for cover there will be a new game mode too dmz is a sandbox experience and we should find out more about about it soon there will also be a new circle mechanic with the appearance of multiple circles during during matches oh and there's googlag 2.0 with 2v2 play again plus a mysterious jailer the weaponry will be 
modern but root in reality, at least at launch, with attachments that you can earn, sometimes being applicable across different guns. A welcome change that should ease up the required grinding. Thankfully, a new firing range will make it easy to test how you how your build performs. New equipment is arriving, including remote cameras, EMP grenades, while you will also be able to dive into a prone position while you're sprinting if you need. You can also hang on ledges to peek over walls and barriers as you mally over things, opening up new possibilities as you move around the map. There's also repelling down buildings in Modern Warfare 2, although whether they'll come to Warzone is less sure. Gunsmith will return for weapon editing and the level of detail seems to be stepping up even further, letting you redistribute uh, your weapon weight for better recoil but worse aim down sight speed among other tweaks. And here's the final part. According to Jack Frags, the current player count being tested is 100, a smaller one than Warzone 1.0, but with potential a few hundred AI soldiers on the battlefield for you to fight as you play, defending areas and objectives. This ties into changes that are rumored around loadouts, which might not be purchasable anymore, but instead require you to complete an objective like an infiltration or capture point in order to earn a weapons drop. We've also heard that the inventory system is more complicated and needs a bit more management than in Warzone 1.0. So ladies and gentlemen, there you go. There's Warzone 2.0, everything you need. Again, you check out the story on pocketlint.com. Check out the gamer section for this story. It just came out uh, two days ago on Friday. I mean, not Friday, on Thursday, on uh, September 15, 2022. So definitely check that out, ladies and gentlemen. But now... I know everybody's been waiting for this. I know everybody's been waiting to want to hear how was my honeymoon, how was my Tampa, Florida trip, and I have to say it was absolutely amazeballs. Absolutely amazing. My wife and I had a beautiful apartment uh, not too far from Raymond James Stadium on the same actual block as Raymond James Stadium down the road. It was absolutely beautiful. Tampa is beautiful. Uh, a lot of cashless society down there in uh, Tampa, Florida. Uh, town's pretty good. It rained the whole time we were there. We did get some sunshine, um, during the early afternoon, but it didn't rain a lot. It was very warm. I wasn't sick at all. I actually got healthy when I was down there in Tampa. Uh, we went out to eat. We went to a game. Uh, we saw the South Florida Pools play Howard. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Me and my wife starting to get season tickets next year. Once we, uh, get down there, uh, we checked out a couple of places, we didn't want to leave, ladies and gentlemen. We were happy down there. We were ready to live down there. It was great. We had a rental car. It was amazing. Uh, renting an apartment out there, if you're going to stay in uh, anywhere in Tampa, Florida, is pretty easy. Not that difficult at all. Um, pretty cheap as well. The apartment was beautiful. Um, they wanted like $1,400 for the apartment if we wanted to rent there. But uh, my wife has found some other cheaper apartments. That's less than 1000 bucks. Um, which is great. Um, getting a job, there's a lot of jobs out there, a lot of good paying out there. People are very nice, very welcoming. Um, being at Raymond James Stadium was pretty cool though, because we had the park in the grass. 
Um, if you are going to Raymond James Stadium to watch the South Florida Bulls or the uh, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Tampa Bay yeah Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're not allowed to bring bags into the Raymond James Stadium. Um, they do have lockers way on the other side of the uh, stadium, so uh, make sure to leave your bags and stuff in the car. Uh, bring your phone charger. Uh, bring your freaking phone as well. Make sure those things are in your pocket or in your hand when you walk through the gates. Um, I didn't know there was a big following for South Florida f uh, football, but there actually is, uh, which was pretty amazing to see. Fans came out, uh, people from Howard, which is a all-black school uh, university in Georgia, uh, came out as well. But it was an amazing time. I got good seats, pretty cheap. Uh, the tickets were pretty cheap to get Front row seats uh, for me and my wife was actually amazing. We took a lot of pictures. If you haven't checked them out, definitely check out my Instagram. Um, or you can check it out on my Facebook or Twitter account as well. But we were thinking about coming down, uh, back down to Florida for a bowl game. But the plane tickets are a little expensive. We have to start saving for our move uh, in April of 2023. So it's... So realistically, ladies and gentlemen, me and my wife feel great living in Tampa. I know we only stayed four days, almost a week there, but we like the Tampa area. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, the roads are pretty clean. Um, the air is pretty non-polluted out there. It smells pretty good. Unlike New York air that smells like polluted shit, uh, especially here in Albany, New York, aka Amsterdam, New York, it stinks. Um, the water is pretty clean out there in Florida as well, in Tampa, Florida. Very beautiful water. Um, looks so clean, man. My wife has never seen clean water before, so she was actually shocked when she saw it. Uh, the Riverwalk in Tampa is absolutely beautiful. You have to check that out if you're down there in the Tampa area, in the downtown area. Parking's pretty cheap down in, in, uh, Tampa as well. Just absolutely beautiful, man. People were nice. It was amazing. Uh, the, the Children's Museum was absolutely beautiful. If you haven't been to Tampa, Florida, you definitely have to check it out for yourself. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready to move. My wife is ready to move. We're ready to get the hell up out of the state of New York. This place stinks. This place sucks ass. Uh, the weather's fucking bipolar as shit. Um, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, the trip was amazing, man. It was absolutely amazing. Um... People were real nice. The airport is beautiful. Returning your car to Enterprise was absolutely beautiful in Florida. It was amazing. And uh, like I said, if you haven't visited Tampa, Florida, definitely go check it out. Stay a weekend. Stay a few days. Definitely stay about a week um, in Tampa so you can see a lot of things. We didn't get to do everything we wanted to do in Tampa. We didn't go to get to go to Bush Gardens or anything. But uh, when we move there, we'll definitely be going to Bush Gardens and stuff like that. It's going to be great when we have kids together. And uh, things like that. So it's going to be cool. Excited. Super excited. But final thoughts on everything, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready to go back to work on Monday. Um, finally, I am healthy. I uh, definitely need a break from work. Um, we're definitely hiring at my job. So if you're looking for a job you're in the Amsterdam or Albany area, definitely look up a company called SecureScan. We are definitely hiring uh, for data entry. So definitely make sure um, you get paid about... $13.95, $13.75 at first, and then it goes up to $14 um, an hour. Um, four days a week, 10-hour shifts. So you have one day off during the week, and you always have weekends off. So something to look forward to. I am ready to get back to work, ladies and gentlemen, ready to kick ass. 
I know I have a Web3 event to attend to here in November, so it's really time to grind, munch down, keep stacking Monero, or whatever cryptocurrency you're stacking right now. Keep stacking because we know things are about to get crazy. Start buying food, start stacking up a food, get your survival kits, which I bought on Amazon with my Monero, a Amazon gift card to buy some survival kits. Make sure you're stacking plenty of water, ladies and gentlemen. Get the good water. It's probably going to cost you about 14 bucks um, to get some good, real, purified water on Amazon.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are starting to get uh, electric vehicles because they're running this climate change scam on everybody. We're seeing what's happening in California. You see what's happening in New York. New York has declared a polio emergency and all these damn diseases are everywhere. Not that you should be afraid or anything, but just be aware Biden did sign an executive order for transhumanism, so you can't opt out of that. Definitely check that out on Blacklist listing, uh, blacklistnews.com um, for sure. Um, you can check it out on my Twitter account as well. I did post the link as well, so if you guys need to check that out, just go down my timeline. You'll definitely see the link on blacklistnews.com. On my timeline, on my Twitter account. But ladies and gentlemen, it's getting crazy out here. These next few months are going to be insane. So get yourself prepared. Get yourself ready. Because it's going to be a hell of a ride in 2023. Also to the end of this year. And I want to leave you with this. And I'm going to get the hell out of here after this. There was a Russian politician that actually said that September 24, 2022 will be a day the world will remember forever. Now, I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know what that is entailed. But next Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, be on the lookout for something major that may happen in the world um, that we may remember forever, according to this Russian politician. Now, I know a lot of you say, well, fuck the Russians. I don't trust Russian uh, politicians at all. But it is a warning that you should be aware of and something you should freaking pay attention to. That is next Saturday. So keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes appealed. Be very careful who you hang out with next Saturday. Because if this politician is right, which he shouldn't let that slip out on national television, which he actually said that on Friday, which was yesterday. Um, that September 24th, 2022 will be a day the world will remember forever. Be very careful who you hang out with on that day. Be very careful where you are in the world on that day as well. Um... Just a heads up warning. And also today, the World Economic Forum is meeting at the United Nations in New York City, their headquarters. So if you're in the New York City area, you should be pissed off, angry, and protesting at the United Nations headquarters at the moment. The WEF is there right now. They're going to be there all weekend, actually. I think their meeting ends on Monday. So definitely you want to go to the UN, United Nations headquarters in New York City and protest right now if you can. Um, a lot of security, so get ready for that. Um... But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, just keep stacking Monero. Get ready. Um, get your privacy coins and stuff. It looks like Haven has finally finished. It's finally on Cake Wild, ladies and gentlemen. So South Thorchain and Haven will finally get that project uh, done and finished. A decentralized freaking stable coin. A private stable coin as well that uses Monero's tech, which is great. Uh, I do have Cake Wallet as well. I don't use it, but I may start using it for Haven uh, to put some of my dollars as well because, you know, Haven is a privacy decentralized stablecoin, which I do need some stability and not a 
freaking uh, volatility like Monero has. Not that bad of volatility, but it can drop 10% sometimes out of nowhere. So, shout-outs to Haven as well and the team for getting that done. Um, I saw your tweet uh, just this past week, so that's pretty amazing to hear. Um, but yeah, Doug and Sunita, I don't know if they're still having a protest here next month, um, on October 31st, 2022, but if you haven't signed up that, please sign up. Um, maybe they cancel. I don't know. I'll have to watch their Monerotopia talk to find out. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, stay vigilant, stay healthy. Um, keep your eyes open. There's a lot of things going on in the world today, so be very careful. Don't let this mainstream media fool you. They don't give a damn about you and and your life. They do not care if you die tomorrow from these shots. Just be very careful. And for those of you who have taken the shot, us unvaccinated people are making a safe space for you. So when things start hitting the bed, you have a safe space to talk to us. We're not going to make fun of you. At least I'm not going to. Um, and we can have a nice cup of tea, nice cup of coffee. We can talk about it, get you hooked on to the Monero pill. And go from there and be decentralized and work on these freedom markets behind the government's back and the IRS back. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy Nightmare K-Hawk signing off. I will holla at y'all next Saturday. Um, I will let you know if anything pops off in the world on that day. Well, we all would see it together. But uh, just want to let you guys know I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. I'm healthy. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to kick ass. And uh, ready to buy some more Monero coming up soon. Peace.